Welcome to episode four of the Romeo Times podcast. since we uh, did a podcast, but um, we had the opportunity this week to make an appointment with uh, the Bruce Township supervisor and uh, ask him how things are going, um, how the first half of this year went, some of his uh, biggest challenges and uh, some of his big accomplishments. And uh, we also asked him um, what he does for the 4th of July and what the 4th of July means to him. So... Thanks for listening. Enjoy our July 4th episode of the Romeo Times podcast. So what's been your biggest challenge for the first half, the first six months of this year? Do you mind if I bring out a note? No, no, go ahead. I'll tell you why, (laughs) Brian, because just yesterday, really quite by coincidence, my planning commission, one of my planning commission members was in here and we were talking about, you know, some of this isn't really obviously a, yeah, very sure. well prepared, sure. but oh, it's okay. I thought about these things, you know, I've been in here now two and a half years, mm-hmm. and uh, so I'll go a wider, maybe a wider scope than the half that sure. you're talking about, and thinking about the things that, uh, you know, when I was running for this office, what did people tell you, you were going to have to do? And you got to chair a meeting, you gotta, you're in charge of assessing, but you have an assessor, uh, you got to do the budget, you got a lot of people to help you with the budget, mm-hmm. I mean, you have to, you're the last guy in line, but it's not like you just make it up in your right. head. Uh, you know, and you represent the township the best that you can. I want to tell you some of the things that I've had to do here in the last two and a half years. Sure. Uh, Woodland Waters. Have you heard some about that? I have not, personally. Woodland Waters is a Tom Welsh development on uh, Kidder and Van Dyke, North Kidder. It's been there since about 2002 or three. Our ordinance says that you cannot issue a building permit for a home in a a development until this two-inch blacktop, this construction grade, is on the road. There's nine houses there. There's no two inches of blacktop, even today. Hmm. None of those building permits should have been issued. There's nine people living there, nine homes, beautiful homes. Mm -hmm. December the 8th of 08, I was on the job two weeks. They came to this meeting and said, what are you going to do about my road? Much like you just did. Mm -hmm. Where's Woodland Waters? Mm -hmm. It's a really cool place, mm-hmm. but not when you drive by accidentally. I mean, it's on Kidder. You probably didn't get up and down Kidder a lot. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's a 37-mile Okay. Day. So they want to sue the township because we allowed this to happen. Apparently we did mm-hmm. seven or eight years ago. Yesterday, two days ago, I met with the bank, which now owns the development because Mr. Walsh has given it up. Mm-hmm. Not, not easily. But has. Mm-hmm. And uh, two lawyers. And uh, before the end of the year, we're going to have two inches of blacktop put on that road. That wasn't part of the duties that I felt were coming in. Right. Before I even got up to the general election, our assessor came to me and said that she had been doing some unlawful things in there. Said that she was compelled to do it. That doesn't matter to me at this point. I mean, what you do when your boss compels you to do something illegal is up to you. But as the supervisor, I had to fix it. Yesterday, we got the grade A on our 14-point review, which we failed in assessing. Two and a half years of not of not being legal in the assessing department. Nobody told me that was going to happen. And 
there's been a fair amount of criticism. Oh, your taxes are going to go. Nobody's did. Mm -hmm. A few people that weren't paying any taxes are paying now. Uh, 33 mile road, we wanted to put the water in. Nobody told me that before January 09. Business owners come in, say, right here, we've got sewer, we've got the roads, we need water. Water in this city, in this township, is like verboten. You know, oh my gosh, 40 foot lots, it's going to go crazy. <laughs> We went through a long process to lock it into just Makeda Powell on 33 Mile Road, and the industrial owners paid the freight on it. Hmm. While we're doing it, the sewer, which is on that road already since 04, that's the debt we've got. None of the sewer easements were ever recorded. The sewer line wasn't even where it belongs. Now, can you imagine if we ran it across your front yard, and now it's connected, and it's operating, and I came to you and said, hey, by the way, Bob, I need this three more feet. Does that make it valuable to you all of a sudden? Or are you just going to say, hey, it happens? Mm -hmm. It's already in. Mm -hmm. We spent a whole year chasing people around the state to get those easements signed and then went and recorded them. I stood at the county building myself for the better part of a day because they'll only let you do four at a time from county rule, and I had 30. I've been to Lansing three times about this ramp on 33 Mile Road. I've met with MDOT. I've met with two governors now. Uh, to try to get one installed? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I keep hearing? And heard it from the Road Commission of Macomb County when there was such a thing. Mm -hmm. This has changed now mm -hmm. philosophically or organizationally. That uh, we didn't show up at the meeting when they were saying, where do you want the openings at? Mm -hmm. Because the one at 30 Mile by Sarah's old mm -hmm. Cadillac, or it's not old, Cadillac and Buick or mm -hmm. whatever it is, Pontiac, um, Washington came in and said, listen, if, if we're going to run ambulance runs in here, we can't go to 27 and 32 to find a meat wagon in the middle. So what do we do? So they put one in. And everybody had this chance to say, what do you need? We had an industrial park there for 10 years mm -hmm. that you could turn on. I don't know if you remember, but in those days, there was a turn on 33 miles yep. from M53. Mm -hmm. That was eliminated. If you sit here long enough, you're going to see semi-trucks going up and down gates today. Oh, really? Because the only way they can get from 33 Mile Road, they think to M53, <laughs> and then they drive over it, and they'll stop and ask Mary, the gal you yeah. met this morning, and they'll say, how do I get on the freeway? This road is 25 mile an hour, parks. Yep. There shouldn't be 60-foot trucks riding down it. But we've been working on that deal. I've been there three times. And I have another meeting next week, and I really think, as absurd as it sounds, I'm still optimistic. I think it could happen. Hackle's working with us. Snyder's working with us. It's two parties, two people with a lot of influence. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to have a positive influence on that road. And it certainly will help my people here in this township that a guy pulling off on the gates on the Van Dyke here, try that with a 63-foot truck. My assessing department, I had to go before the State Tax Commission and basically, you know, fall on my knees in front of them because everything we had here was illegal. And all of this occurred before I came through the gate. Got it done. We had to reappraise every parcel in this township, and we did. That's a rainy day fund. It cost $90,000. Nobody thought it was going to happen. We had to do it because if we didn't, well, <laughs> we had to do it. Mm -hmm. They didn't say, would you like to, or they didn't even order us to. They compel you to. Um, I've been to circuit court 
like six times, we had Legacy trying to rezone Hip Road and Boardman, put 150 homes in on about 50 acres. Hmm. We went, we argued. We didn't engage a lot of professionals because we didn't have the money. I went and I argued. We got it down to 15 lots. Um, I've been with Ted Wabi about things in this town. That Van Dyke from 34 Mile Road North, they were not going to put anything on that road until 2013. We got four inches of blacktop put on it. Uh, we got gates fixed. We got six miles of limestone done. Uh, these intergovernmental agreements with the fire and ambulance with Romeo, mm -hmm. we were losing money on it. It was a bad deal. And I told them we're going to cancel it because I can't subsidize it. We got a new deal there now where we're not making money, but we're not losing money. We owe it to them, too, to be fair. Mm -hmm. But I can't, I don't know you enough to, that I can bankrupt myself on it. We got a four year freeze with the fire department on the contract. I think that's important. Uh, we got, we cleaned up Summer Gardens. I don't know if you were there. It's 36 mile of Van Dyke, uh, just a blight area. I, I would have brought my book in here. I've had 35 ordinance complaints that I've done myself. That's what I do on Saturdays here. I drive around with my dog in my truck and move toilets and uh, dig out ditches and stuff. Uh, in front of Chase Farms and Covered Bridge, mm -hmm. across from the trailer park, where the Twin Brooks line is mm -hmm. going to go, we have a 60-foot easement that nobody knows who owns it. That's all engineering problems that should have been done when Chase Farms and Covered Bridge went in. Mm -hmm. wasn't done. Uh, I mentioned these things to you, and there, there's other stuff on here. I, I look, I, I really think I'm close to having at least one or maybe two industrial guys come in on 33 miles. Of one is 70,000 square footer, one 150,000. I'm out trying to sell this township because the only way I'm going to get myself out of a six million dollar sewer debt is to get somebody to start using it. And there ain't enough homes in this town on the sewer mm -hmm. to make that happen. So through this year. Let me say, this is the best year that I've had here because the assessing thing has, is winding itself to a conclusion. Woodland Waters, and again, these look like two words, mm -hmm. but it's two years. Uh, Twin Brooks is going to be done. That's a year. But this assessing thing has been, it's a strain on everybody in this place because you lose the trust of people. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you want to know, is yours too high or is yours too low, but you don't think it's right because, you know, there's a problem. Mm -hmm. There's been a stress on uh, on the, the ladies that work in that department. We've sent them to a lot of training. Uh, it's, it's been very, to me, we are way better off than we were. And I don't mean that to be critical of the old, although it'll sound that way. Mm -hmm. uh, but we are way better off than we were. And through this year, we came in with a budget under $900,000. In 2005, the budget here was over $1.2 We haven't cut one person. We haven't cut one hour. We haven't cut one service. How do we do it? I don't have an ordinance enforcement officer anymore. That used to be $5,000 a year. It's me. No, I don't get to 5000 I have fun doing it. To be honest with you, the people are pretty, people are pretty good if you treat them right. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we save money on uh, our alarm system a couple thousand, our audit $11,000. That was another issue I think that came up at the library. We're trying to, we save $11,000 on an audit and not one person says good job. Mm -hmm. They go down there and spend $3,000 more on an audit and not one person says how come. Mm -hmm. You don't go on a rainy day fund to spend more money on something that, that you're satisfied with. Mm -hmm. Again, it's more it, philosophically, it didn't make sense to me. Uh, but again, I watched the meeting, and to me, uh, I thought for a good portion of it, 
I wasn't even saying anything. But and it is a public hearing, and I do live here. But uh, those are the kind of things that we've done here. We're going to come in. Our revenue sharing has gone up, where a lot of them are going down. And the reason it's going up is uh, our population went up some. This new plan that the governor has for statutory revenue sharing, which is done through, now he's calling it, uh, uh, he's trying to encourage you to do things, mm -hmm. intergovernmental things. We're doing them with the village. Uh, we're doing them. We've got one working with our maid on the water. They're going to help us pay for that water over there or pay the industrial guys. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, gonna, we're working on a sheriff's patrol thing uh, or police patrol thing for the township, so it'll be an intergovernmental thing. Our revenue sharing, we got another news yesterday, another $25,000 increase over what they told us, which was about forty. Um, so, And we budgeted before we knew it, which is good. Right. Uh, we've got unanticipated revenue instead of unanticipated expense. And it usually works the other way around. Uh, you know, something surfaces you didn't plan on. Mm -hmm. This, in this case, not that something bad couldn't happen tomorrow. But right now, we're on the... We're on the plus side, revenue and expense side. And I'm real proud of that. Uh, and it was really all these people in the building, uh, all of them, that come in, you know, saving money on phones, mm -hmm. uh, computer maintenance, uh, internet stuff, things that you're all familiar with, mm -hmm. but probably not things that you think about on a day-to-day -day basis. But it's just that old, you know, you throw one cigarette butt out the window at the red light and after a thousand guys do it, you have a big pile. Mm -hmm. What happened here was we had a whole bunch of people save us a little. Uh, workers' comp insurance, we have to have it, but we shopped it. Mm -hmm. Casualty insurance, the bill went down because they started shopping it. Uh, so not things that you necessarily feel as a resident, but as a person trying to create a balanced budget mm -hmm. and cut spending without cutting service, those are how you're able to do it. So as I look at us this year, uh, I feel like revenues are good, expenses are under control, assessing is going to be, do you remember when type <laughs> of a conversation. Uh, the sewer, now this new ordinance that we passed in March, will develop about $100,000 a year in new revenue. And yeah, it does mean that the people are paying more to use it. Mm -hmm. But what was happening is the people that weren't using it, it's coming out of the general fund, it's everybody's money. Uh, and I had one complaint. We have 300 and some customers. Mm -hmm. We had one complaint. And it wasn't really like, uh, you know, you're a rat type of a complaint. It was, I wish you didn't have to do this now. And I, mm -hmm. I really do wish we didn't. But it was, it was going in the wrong direction because the bill we have is set on an increasing right. scale. The sewer bill, right? right? Right. So, I mean, it goes from here to here to here. So you're close here, you're behind mm -hmm. here, you're way behind. Mm -hmm. We had to do something because every year it was getting to where we were going to have to draw out of the general fund. Right. And that's not fair to the balance of the people. Uh, you can't say that that's part of their expense. It is, it is. Right. And you try to avoid that as you can. Sure. And uh, so that's going to get us flat, at least for a while there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I feel like right now, halfway through the year, we've done a lot of things. We've got this pavilion going up in the yard. Saw that. It was um, beautiful. I trim the shrubs here. <laughs> it saves us a couple hundred dollars a year. Not a big deal. I like doing it. You know, mm -hmm. bring the kids down and they... You know, rake the stuff up. <laughs> but those are the kind of things you got to do. I mean, I really love this job here. I mean, I, the gutters were 
getting falling off the building, and I decided, well, it's stone balloon. We can't mm -hmm. afford new gunners. I took them off because they looked like heck, and yeah. going up with ice and stuff. It's all little stuff, dollar here, dollar there. But uh, to me, I feel like the people that work here uh, feel good about the place. Uh, my my goal when I first came on here was to make this. This is our downtown. You know, we don't have a downtown. Mm -hmm. This is headquarters. This is what we've got. Right. And I wanted people to come here. And we're going to have our second annual uh, open house August the 13th. Hope you come out for that. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, the farmer's market. And all little things to... I had people come to this farmer's market that live here mm -hmm. and say, I never knew there was a park back there. They thought it was this little park here. Taught my kids to ride their bike back there. Wonderful. <laughs> and But there's so many people yeah. in this town that had no idea it was there. And it's not like we wanted overrun but at the same time the people who live here should be enjoying it yeah, absolutely we uh we have a uh, grant in that we hope to know by the be like maybe the end of the year behind you know where the conservation house is i'm not sure where the two van dykes come together mm -hmm. there's like a little cutoff where mm -hmm. old van dyke used to be we own a house on the corner there. okay and we rent it lease it to the Macomb Conservation District for a dollar a year, mm -hmm. and they give away seedlings. And mm -hmm. We can't sell it. We can't do anything with it for some period of time. Mm -hmm. That was part of the deal. It has four acres behind it. We're going to get, we've got a grant, and we're into the last group of candidates where they're going to put a brand-new park in there. All those people who live on Windmill Point and up Gould and that are going to have their own little park. Nice. Uh, be similar to the one behind Salvation Army, mm -hmm. as, as I picture it. Uh, it's not like this size, mm -hmm. but playscapes uh, and paths and stuff. All, you know, no charge to the township. And these are some of the things that I want to do when I came here. I felt like I, I loved the rural atmosphere. I loved the fact that it was mm -hmm. sort of, uh, you know, off your map. But at the same time, I felt like there were things we could do to enhance our community without overrunning it and again water just in the industrial park uh, a couple of little parks mm -hmm. uh, better roads uh, and doing it without us dipping into our pockets I mean that's six miles of limestone that is uh, four hundred thousand dollars of this stuff we're wow. gonna pay about 35 grand <laughs> and this limestone it's not blacktop mm -hmm. but it is so superior to the dirt uh, because they actually build a road. It's mm -hmm. six inches. It's not like they just drive along the truck and right. drop stuff. They ditch it, grade it, and the more you drive on it, the harder it gets. If you go up 33 mile next to the Salvation Army, that's a piece that was done six years ago, and it's still in good shape. That's nice. Um, I wanted us to be on the map at Board of Commissioners meetings, at state meetings, at county meetings, because there's money out there that we weren't taking advantage of. The Mahaffey Drain was using up hundreds of acres of land because it was so clogged up, the water had become a river where it was supposed to be hmm. a creek. We got that done for free. Uh, and it was kind of a funny deal. It was about a $100,000 deal. We could only get $65,000 in grant money. I told the guy, we only got 65000 He did it for 65000 Nice. And all that farmland now, if you go across McKay north of 34 Mile Road, it's it's a, it's actually it's a drain. You would it's drain is not fair. It's mm -hmm. a creek. It is a drain. But to me, an old city boy, a drain is where ugly right. things go. <laughs> this is it's a waterway. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, it's all grass and perfect. It, the farmers are better for it. Uh, it's actually something you could walk alongside of and hmm. probably find a little comfort in. Got that done for free. It's been bad for a hundred years. Wow. The last time we stretch was a hundred years ago. Wow. And you couldn't figure out why McKay was muddy all the time. Well, the water had nowhere to go. Yeah. And uh, just little things like that were one of the things I wanted to do when I came here was use some of my business sense, some of my, the experiences I had developed other places politically and other ways to say, hey, listen, I can go to Pete Lund. I can go to these guys. Everybody can. Mm -hmm. But I had gone to them before. And so maybe I just had this ability to get everybody can have a meeting, but maybe I could just sure. get a little longer meeting. And, uh, and Don Brown and Candace Miller. I mean, I went to Washington on my own dime to visit with Candace over that 33-mile loop and tried to get one of those vicious earmark things, which I hate. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to get one, and I'm going to get it, you know, I mean, that money's going to get spent. And I unfortunately, I was here just days before um, the Republicans took a pledge to no earmarks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... You know, and yeah. if, if nobody's getting it, I'm okay. Yeah. It was just making me mad that everybody but us was. Uh, but, you know, I've gone, I do those things. I have all those trips to Lansing and that. I take my own car. I don't charge anybody mileage. I don't charge anybody for meals because, you know what, to me, it's fun. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it. And, and if one out of ten That's times good. you drop a line in there, you get a bite, you, you feel good anyway. Yep. And, uh, and that's what I wanted to do when I came here was put us on that map. When the Road Commission said, we don't need to do 34-mile road north for a couple of years. I went down and said, that. matter of fact, they, I had two commissioners here. I said, that's a bunch of baloney. You know, 60,000 cars a day drive down that mm -hmm. road. Just because you don't drive down it doesn't mean it does. it's not important. Mm -hmm. And so they did it. And uh, those are just things that just, for who knows what reason, just didn't used to happen mm -hmm. that I wanted to try to do. And have I accomplished all of them? I doubt it. I've accomplished some things I had no no mm -hmm. intention of accomplishing. Actually, really didn't think I was going to have to. Mm -hmm. But am I satisfied with how it's turned out? Yeah, I am. And uh, you know, a lot of the, the contentious things that went on at meetings, uh, you know, part of that, a lot of that was probably my fault because uh, you know you do want to defend yourself mm -hmm. sometimes. Uh, but but on the other hand, uh, you know, people got a right to complain. You know, maybe this week at the library, I was that guy. <laughs> you know. Have the right. That's right. It's public hearing. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you try to be respectful. Yep. I thought when I left there, I thought everybody was fine. I mean, we all talked after the meeting. We kind of shook hands. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've done that with you, and I know there were times where you were angry with me and and and, and whatever. But you don't business. always have to agree. That's it's right. business. I mean, right. debate's good. Mm -hmm. Debate is good, and sometimes we're wrong. Right. But uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, in this case, you know that deal over the television. I mean, I look back at it now. Uh, we uh, because. Uh, we only pay 95% now. We we wired this room. Mm -hmm. $13,000 of that limestone came out of the cable. Mm -hmm. uh, and most of the people that were there, that people had a real high regard for, you know, Tariff and, uh, you know, and Tom and you know, all of them, mm -hmm. uh, most of them are all still there. Mm -hmm. uh, and for us, it's uh, been kind of a... You know, kind of an easy thing to, mm -hmm. to transition. I'm not to say that it wouldn't have been easy the other way, but sure. But that's why you, ha for me, having you guys there was makes us give it gives us a choice. Mm -hmm. Choice is good. The hard side of a choice is that you have to pick. Right. Uh, Understood. But it's a lot better than 
just you know walking into a tunnel and having only one direction to sure. go. And uh, so those are the kind of things that happen. But you know, our planning commission, we got some good guys on there now. Uh, that Romeo Rim thing, I'm very proud of that mm-hmm. Romeo Rim tale. What what happened there? And it is 60 new jobs. If you saw that in the observer, I did. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, we as a little bird township here, mm-hmm. we went to Lansing. We sat in front of the uh, they call it the mega. Mega something or other, they have all the money. Yeah. And then they call themselves Mega. <laughs> Some a little, uh, little uh, oysters. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, we went out there, and of the 16 or 18 applicants that were out there, we were the only ones that were all ready to go. And uh, and we got that money from them. We didn't. They did. Right. And uh, and it allowed something to happen in a, in a little town. that They might actually they have a shot to make the 2014 Corvette in that building. Wow. Now, could you imagine That's great. Bruce Township uh, supplying the bodies to the Chevrolet Corvette? Uh, you know, those are the kind of yep. things that I think when I first came in, I said, you know, let's, let's preserve our identity, but at the same time, let's not miss out on opportunities just mm-hmm. because we're little. Right. And uh, I think the response has been good. Right. So I'm pretty proud of it. Um, not to digress, but I just, I know that you mentioned something about a legal, um, I think it was something to do with the way maybe things are being run. Is, is That was nothing, that's something like a self-assessment of being illegal, right? That wasn't. No, you get any pressure from anybody else to? Are you talking about assessing? Uh, Which one are you talking I don't. About? One of the early, early on comments. Mm-hmm. I think you said that there were some maybe processes that were illegal. Well, the assessing department, okay. the the former assessor, mm-hmm. came to me and said that uh, she had been breaking the law. Was basically okay. her words, and that but that she was speak, uh, in her interpretation that she felt compelled to do it. Either way, we had to fix it. Right. Okay. And. Uh, you know, we never pursued anything criminally. Nobody ever expected us to. Mm. Uh, that certainly wasn't a goal. The goal was to make it legal. Okay. Uh, you know, those were things that had gone on, you know, looks like uh, intentionally or unintentionally for right. a long time. Okay. But once I became aware of it, you know, you can't, uh, I just don't have the uh, makeup yeah. to say, well, you. Uh, you know, <laughs> fix it someday. Right. Yep. Uh, so, no, we're square now. Okay. And, uh, as far as I'm concerned, that part of it's over with. Uh, it's never been anything personal with me other than that I needed to be able to look at you or whomever and mm-hmm. say, we're working towards perfection, and now I can say we've achieved it. Great. But it was. <laughs> it showed up literally four days after the primary in, in 2008. Wow. And uh, we got cleared this week. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Three years. A long time, but yeah. Clear. And, you know, being a guy that's not been in the public sector, mm-hmm. uh, you, if you're in private business, you don't like the colors of the walls. You go down to Ace, you go down to Home Depot, mm-hmm. you buy five gallons of paint, you put your old pants on, and you put some covers on the floor, and you change it. Mm-hmm. In the public sector, that's a five-month deal. Right. You know, we have to hire somebody to say, well, this is a more peaceful setting. Uh, this clashes, you hire somebody in that. Mm-hmm. To me, one of the things I think that was hardest to uh, feed into me early on was it's not getting the, the votes. It's having a one meeting a month, mm-hmm. and then at the next meeting finding out, well, we need to engage the engineer or the attorney or, right. the, or the consultant. And I'm like, well, we all know yeah. we want those walls to be this color. <laughs> that takes a while. Mm-hmm. That takes a while. And I, I, as I look around, I mean, I could look at – that, you know, other people that have served in this purpose, not here necessarily, but new elected people, mm-hmm. 
regardless of their experience. You see it in the legislature now. Uh, you could probably say it about uh, Obama. I mean, I disagree with, I think, all of that. Mm -hmm. But I can see how you walk through the door, and I don't think you really know what's on the other side of it, right. regardless of what party it is. And I know O'Leary was new. You know, we were new. Mike Lee, you know, had some great discussions with the mm -hmm. guy. I'd never knew him before, uh, but I see this DDA thing going on. Mm -hmm. I don't know much about it, you know, but what I basically read or what he's done, I know you've worked mm -hmm. some stuff on it. Pretty courageous conversation to have is, in the yeah. village of Romeo. And uh, and there's a guy that came on six months ago and uh, into a town that's, it has its uh, vision of itself, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, and it deserves that. Yep. You know, it deserves that. I mean, a lot of the things we heard in here, even uh, at the time, you know, the village is the village. Yep. And they want to preserve that. And I respect that. We, we have something we're trying to preserve here as well. But mm -hmm. the village is the village. And for a guy like Mike Lee to walk in, you know, he's a village guy. You know, I mean, it's, it'd be different if it was me walking mm -hmm. in. It'd be just like, uh, who's this foreigner, you know, knock him mm -hmm. over. But you have a guy that actually, you know, grew up in the town mm -hmm. and... Uh, can take on that conversation. Pretty courageous. I don't know where it all land, and I guess I don't really know even who's right or wrong, but I can deny the fact that the guy's got some courage mm -hmm. in doing it in a town that uh, has the DDA has been a very powerful mm -hmm. tool. Uh, like I said, I really don't know more about it because I don't ask him about it mm -hmm. because I figure he'll tell me if I need to know. Right. We contribute a certain amount of money, uh, and we give it to the village, and then they contribute to that, to mm -hmm. the DDA, just like the library thing. They pay it here, and then we pay you know, that back right. to them. But, uh, you know, I, I mention that only because we all kind of come in new. John Paderak and Armada Township, new guy, came through at the same time. Rich Staticus and Shelby was, I think, came in at the same day we did. Okay. Uh, when you walk through the door and you've been in the real world out there for a long time, you think, well, why do we park this way? Mm-hmm. And then you say, let's turn the cars around. Everybody goes, no, no, we can't do it because of these 19 different yeah. reasons that you don't understand. Mm -hmm. uh, first day I walked in the back door of the place, I opened it with my pocket knife. I said, is there a reason? I mean, we have girls that work here until late into the evening. Mm -hmm. uh, Mary's here at 730 in the morning. Uh, if you walk through the employee entrance door, she's on the opposite end of the building. When I asked about the alarm, nobody knew the code. She's been here for 25 right. years. How do you turn it on? I don't know. We pay $400. We were paying, uh, I don't know. We cut it in half. I want to say it was about 50 or $60 a month for an alarm system. Nobody knew how to turn it on. Hmm. Uh, nobody needed to. Right. Well, then stop paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to yeah. turn it on. We don't need lights if we're going to work in the dark. You right. know, I mean, one of those kind of things. So just little things like that as you walk through the place. Uh, to me, if you look in this hallway down here, we painted that on our off time. We paid for the paint. We we got stuff donated on the walls. And it don't seem like much, but to us it was a big deal. Sure. And uh, so all those are just all things that I hope to preserve the identity and but not, not lose track of the fact that there are some things out there that we can continue to preserve it and, and maybe let somebody else pay for it. Great. Um, my next question, sure. I think you answered it already, though, okay. but do you have one thing that you're most proud of so far? Uh, I would say under the 
the years I've been here, well, I, I'd have to narrow it down to two. Okay. I'll pick one, and it'll sound like two of you. Okay. Having the assessing department pass the pass the fourteen point review was not a goal when I came in because I didn't know it was a problem. Mm -hmm. But I am really proud of the fact that that happened because it was a big project, uh, not just time consuming, big with computer stuff, training, people. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't just uh, well, let's erase this and fix this. Mm -hmm. I'm very proud of that. And uh, the other thing is, is that we've managed to cut spending in a town that was very frugally run. There was no overspending in this town. Mm -hmm. I don't mean to say when we cut it that it was because it was uh, because they weren't frugal. They were, and it's really hard to cut spending. It's like losing weight on a thin person. Right. Uh, I've been trying. But <laughs> well, it looks like to, like you have a lot, actually. I mean, I the last time I saw you was here. But those would be the two things: is the fact that uh, our, our spending versus revenue is is as good as it's ever been and in a time when that's maybe one of the most challenges people have sure. in government. Those two things, if I had to pick one, I'd pick those two. Okay. Um, the last question is uh, really has nothing to do with politics, but it's uh, getting close to uh, July 4th here, obviously, and as a guy that's been a public official and also a part of uh, the uh, what's the police. Uh, yeah, well, I was it? a police officer. Police too. officer. Uh, I'm sure the 4th of July means a lot to you, and if you don't mind commenting, you know, what kind of things do you do and what does it mean to you? Well, I actually, uh, I'll be at home, um, but uh, I like my house and I've, I've got two flagpoles and mm -hmm. uh, um, I consider myself to be, uh, I'm very proud to be an American. I don't, I think the word patriotic makes, sometimes sounds like a cliche, but I think mm -hmm. that I am. But when I look back on it, I get a, I get a little post on my email every day. It's called Patriot's Post. I'd be happy to forward you the email sure. someday you might be a guy that finds it interesting and mm -hmm. it's and it's always Thomas Jefferson or James Madison and it's two lines and today's was about the central bank you know how what mm -hmm. would impact me um, I read when I read those and I have Thomas Paine on the wall in my office when I read those uh, I wonder where that where those minds are today mm -hmm. I mean uh, when you think of how they got educated when you think of how hard it was to communicate your thoughts, mm -hmm. you know, like now you could literally do this from here. Right. Uh, where they had to send a guy 100 miles with a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. And how long did it take to create the piece of paper, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But when I look back at those brilliant minds and think about the things that they said that uh, have such a, uh, an application today, when I look at 4th of July, that's what I think about. I think about 1776. I don't think about fireworks. I like them. Uh, I think about the Washingtons, the Madisons, the Adams, mm -hmm. and I and I think how proud I am that that those guys landed here. Many of them from other countries, mm -hmm. and even when they were in this country, from very diverse areas. And if you read some of the things they did, how the, the diversity of opinions were there. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can see how contentious it was to create the Declaration of Independence, and mm -hmm. then it took years to get the Constitution. Mm -hmm. That's what I think about on Fourth of July. Really, I think about the founding of the country and how proud I am of it. I hope to be a part of it for a long time. Sure. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. That's all I had. So, Good thank deal. you for the time. I appreciate it. Yeah, and, I'm glad uh, you came in. Hopefully, we'll talk again. All right. Well, thank you again for listening to the Romeo Times podcast, and uh, we appreciate the Bruce Township Supervisor's uh, time. Hope you enjoyed the show. 
This week's episode was brought to you by Shanty Boy Studio, your full-service digital marketing web development company. If uh, you'd like to find out more information about Shanty Boy Studio, you can send them an email at info at shantyboy.com. Okay, happy 4th of July, everyone. Uh, be safe, have a good time, and uh, celebrate this wonderful country. We live in.